Wow. What a way to come on the air. That was awesome. I, I, so in my peripherals, I saw you tilt back and I thought you were a second ahead and he missed it, but I cannot. Oh, that's so huge. Victor Hovland just nope. made birdie on the par five, four, 13th, par five, 13th. Kepka's got yep. 10 feet for par here. Uh, Kepka's one ahead. It, a lot has been happening in the last hour. Can we, yeah. can we just can we talk about what the broadcast hasn't talked about though? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> what everything besides Brooke Kepka? Oh jeez. I mean they they they've been miserable. I don't know if we'll do a cut line right now cuz I'm uh Okay. Brooks is putting. Oh. Oh, it snuck in the right. He is so We're we're perfectly timed, right? Yeah, that was like right on. I can't believe he made that. Um, okay, I mean, I can believe he made it. He is, he like we have to give him some like as much as we don't collectively between the two of us like him and want him to win. Like he he understands what it's like to win a major championship. He's been leaving himself uphill putts all day. He's been taking his bogeys when he needs to. He knows that that's not going to kill him. He's not. He's not going straight at the flags all the time. He knows he's fighting he's a two-way miss right now, and yeah. he is still grinding to an under-par round. But Jacob, he is catching breaks. I mean, left and right on on twelve to just barely clear. I am. Uh, it's just been such a frustrating round, and Hovland has really impressed me here. Uh, Scotty looks like he might have short-sided himself. All right. Oh no. Oh, it stayed Stay up. up. Okay. So just to back up Still here, a pretty bad shot. Yeah, it's not good. 15 has been easy. Um, we are on the 14th hole. The last group, it's Sunday afternoon at the PGA championship. Episode six is going to be the next hour here down the stretch might sprinkle in a little bit of golf stuff, but we're just going to talk about the week that was a super crazy tournament. One that I know has been very frustrating for for me, Jacob, I'm sure you feel the same way. Well, I mean, for starters, most of the listeners can't see me right now. We'll we'll probably post some clips on the Instagram and stuff. But for weeks now, I've been talking about Cam Young, him being the chosen one for this course, many times next to guaranteeing a win. And I, I went all in. I went all in. I, I can't say anything else. You sent me a picture on Tuesday of Cam Young clean shaven on the and one of his practice rounds and and we didn't know we didn't know if that was good or if that was bad. That's when the doubt started I, though. That is when the doubt started, I must say, but to try and clear myself of all doubt, I I did everything that I thought I could and and I also went clean shaven for the first time in a long time. How about I, that? I mean, maybe, maybe I could have done more. That's all. That's all I have to say. 
Cam Young missed the cut. It was never really, really close. It, I, and as somebody that really liked him too, wanted him to win, watched every shot he hit over those first two days, it was brutal. He fought a dead pull all day Thursday. Anytime he began to turn it around, he couldn't make a putt. His wedges yeah. were subpar. And then it was kind of capped off by the two-shot penalty that came up during the third round as he was grinding to a double bogey on six. For the most part, Second he just round. showed that he's he's not ready for like these U.S. Open conditions that these courses present. He mentally, he's just not prepared for that. He's he was not playing well for him. But for him, that was still more than enough to be in contention, right? He was at one point, I think maybe even it got back to plus one after a rough start on Thursday in some of the in the hardest conditions all week. He turned it around on the front nine on on Friday and just a couple breaks. He hit like a wedge shot that had a bad number or something and mentally just completely melted down. And he couldn't handle it. He was asking his caddy, can I break a club? Can I do almost every single shot he hit? He found some reason to be mad at it. Um, yeah. Cursing he didn't left have it. and right on the broadcast. But you got to be, you know, he's good enough to fight through it. Like all these, he wasn't playing any worse. He was tied with Fleetwood. who Fleetwood is going to, I think, finish in the top 10 or 15. And he was tied with him playing like his D minus game. All he needed to do was make the cut, turn it around on the weekend. He's got a top 10, but he couldn't handle Kepka, it. Kepka started plus two, got a joke of a draw. I mean, the the early late was yeah. substantially... Yeah, I, I, have a lot, I have a lot written down about that, actually. And uh, real quick, because this happened like right when we came on here, air here I, uh, that was just horrible putt from Scotty. Uh, we can talk about that. But I do want to give a shout out to Michael Block. He just hit an ace oh, yeah. on the 15th. CBS chose not to show him throughout the entire front nine after it being as good of a story as anything that I can remember. I I am absolutely oh, appalled by some of God. the choices that they've made this year. But Michael Block just aced straight dunk on the 15th. The PGA professional paired with Rory McIlroy to pull up to even in the championship in the top 15 this i mean this is this is one of the craziest shots in golf history mm-hmm. yeah it's uh one of the better stories in golf history actually he had the best 54 hole position of a club pro at the pga championship in the last 35 years i believe he was tied for ninth going into the final round and he's even par for the day all he has to do is shoot, I think, one over his last three. He gets back into the PGA next year. If he gets a top 10, he's in, I believe, um, I can't remember exactly what tournament, but I believe next major, I want to say, US Open. Maybe even yes. a PGA Tour event. And if I think uh, he, if he top, this is out of the cards now, but if he were to top three he would get a special exemption membership to the pga yeah. tour yeah he'd be on the pga tour awesome. yeah. yeah yeah so and and um, this this never happens and he is the only player in the not even close. An ace, right i didn't miss a an ace this was the only ace 
this was the only ace and he was also the only club pro to make the cut yeah just unreal and he's paired with rory mcelroy oh kepka's gone right at it right at the flag don't be good don't be good go over go over go over go over go roll down that's perfect kepka's putting for eagle he's gonna win down he's good that was a good shot that was tough uh brooks is up one shot yeah, I, I I don't really see a pathway out. Hovland's got to get up and down. I believe he's just short. Yes, he is. He's he's it's short. A tough he bunker shot. Ton of green. No, he's not in the bunker. He's in between them. All right, that's better. It's it, it's get get it within fifteen feet. And you're like, although his short game you can talk about it's that. Been really good. He's been he's been a new player, and if he were to have this, it's it's honestly it's ball striking that's let him down more than anything throughout this round. I. Yeah, I I think that he um he hasn't had really his best today for sure. It's not bad by any stretch of the imagination, but y- you expect him to lose his shots around the greens, and that has been the exact opposite today. Yeah, and I, I think it'd be important to just give the listeners because we t- we gave Brooks a ton of airtime last week, and I I listened to it back kind of throughout the process and want to sort of elaborate on him, our views on Brooks, what we think it means for golf. And we can do this throughout the uh, the pod here, especially if it starts to look like he's going to win. But I think it would be helpful to give a little context for why we are rooting against Brooks right now. Yeah, I... I think it's one of my least favorite things that could have possibly happened. He's we we do know that live one thing that they did very well was take the personalities from the PGA tour. Right. And now we're at this sort of crossroads where whether or not the players view it like this from a fan perspective, it's PGA tour versus live. And we, we're getting the live players have shown in both majors that they're more than capable of competing in the majors. And even though they play exhibition golf the rest of the year, they can practice whatever. They're still good enough. Some of these top end players are good enough to compete. And Brooks especially has shown that, that he's now healthy. He still can win majors. I guess that remains to be seen, but it's certainly looking like it. But why why do you think Brooks in particular is so bad for it? So I I never really liked Brooks in general. I just I just the the kind of I don't know. Um wow. The I don't give today. a fuck thing is fake. Like yeah. the the, the well, I don't it's give definitely a, fake. Right. Like he practices he clearly all the time. Cares. Yeah, he clearly cares as shown in Netflix. You don't I don't care what he says, he practices outside of the majors. And his arrogance is part of what makes him good in these major championships. Don't get me wrong. I personally just don't think he's a likable person. And I don't necessarily find him. I was actually, I thought that the Netflix documentary was refreshing, seeing that he he did have that other side to him. But he comes back. about something. He comes back. He acts exactly the same way. And he he just has this like villain personality. And I don't necessarily respect the way that he treats and talks about the other professionals who 
who do try just as hard. And and I I think that in this case in this case scenario, people like him, right? Whether whether it 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 really is just like the pardon my take twenty teen year olds who who think that he's funny think that he doesn't care, right? Yeah. He think that he's like has this jock mentality, uh, which seems to be his biggest fan base at this point. People actually like him, and no one likes Bryson. So if Bryson yeah. wins, it's like okay, Bryson wins. That was a negative. That was a unpopular win, anyways. No Brooks one's happy. Used to be a very pop. Brooks used to be a very popular win. Now this is not only a popular win, but it's a popular win for Live Golf, and I think that that's not at all a good thing. As someone who who just thinks that Live Golf in general is not a good thing for the state of pro golf from a pro golf fans perspective i i'm a i'm a big pga tour fan i didn't see any need for change this is a huge win for them and i i just i don't think that there's any seeing him win the majors makes me feel like more players will be like oh well he's playing on this exhibition tour making hundreds of millions of dollars to essentially do nothing all year show up four times in the majors they're the only ones that matter why shouldn't i just do that and that's, but that's what he was doing on the PGA tour. Yeah, but at kind least he would play, that, and he wouldn't, he wouldn't do well. But yeah, he well, was showing look, up on, on Brooks. I'm, I'm with you a hundred percent. I, I never gravitated toward him. I, I didn't like his shtick. I don't know why. Just personal preference, subjective. You gotta choose the golfers you like, and he was never the guy for me. Right, right. I talked about last week that I, I didn't believe he had what he used to have, and he's proved me wrong throughout the day today. And throughout yeah. the tournament. And it it sucks. And I think that one thing I'll say on Liv is the difference between Liv getting a winner in the major and a runner-up is incredible. Absolutely. Like, if Brooks finishes runner-up, this isn't that big of a deal. He's Brooks. He competes yeah. in the majors. He did it at the Masters. If they get a winner, it's a little scary. Hovland putting huge for huge here, putt for Hovland here to stay one back. It's a must make in my opinion. Buckets, let's go. We love that. It's a massive putt. Kepka's got four feet for birdie to stay one up with four to play. I am, and uh, we'll get back to the live Brooks conversation just because it's going to come up. But I gotta say, I am absolutely blown away by Victor Hovland's performance today and how he's gone toe to toe with Brooks, mm-hmm. especially after part of his history and his short game yeah. he's gotten up up and down from everywhere i read a stat that he's getting up and down 66 percent this week and his previous uh total or average was 55 wow i there was um some signs of life at the masters he topped 10 there and his short game showed a lot for a couple of the days but then he kind of lost his ball striking on the weekend like eerily similar to this you got to think that being in the final group at St. Andrews last year helped him a ton here because he been around. didn't play He's well in that group and kind of faded back while Rory McIlroy and then eventually Cam Smith were dueling it out, even though Hovland was in the final group, Cam Smith wasn't. So you got to think that he learned a ton from that and is obviously putting that on display today because he's playing super well. You couldn't ask from if you told me Hovland was going to be eight under right now, I would tell you he's probably winning. 
Looks like Hovland has pulled his tee shot on 15. Oh, that's not bad. About 25. Yeah, that's fine. You'd, you'd like to get it closer. So there the right. dynamic between these two guys has been really interesting today. Uh, initially, the mics picked him up talking, and they were very uh, casual. Have you noticed what Kepka has been doing with pace of play? He's been playing slow, right? Very slow. And he yeah. said that he picked something up at Augusta because he just didn't play to the pace. And um, he had obviously all those issues with with Cantlay and kind of said it played a part in his poor play, whether it did or it didn't, as he hits one just outside of Hovland's ball on 15. And it, he, so I think it was, uh, what, 12 when he bogeyed, when he had the fried egg. Um, hit a great bunker shot, and he took 90 seconds to hit a two-foot putt, which is just anti-Kepka. And Hovland's sitting on the, like, getting ready to go to the other tee box, and he's just got a wry smile. And Brooks is, like, talking to his caddy, uh, Ricky Elliott, about it. So, so interesting. Uh, I'm going to call the shtick fake, but I yeah. guess play to his pace. Whatever, man. You know, he's it's gamesmanship at that point. He actually said, this is something that I had never heard of before, but Brooks was in, I believe, the final group with Phil at the 2021 PGA at Kiowa. And Phil slow played him. Phil slow played him the entire round. So interesting. Yeah, right. I think he's trying to do it. And we'll see. I mean, so these holes. Hovland's been ice this entire time so far. Hovland has been nice, and he's going to get a read on Brooks's putt here. They both have 30 feet for birdie on 15. Um, Scotty looks to or, be out of it just because he's too bad. Yeah, he's got a birdie probably 17 and 18. Uh, yeah, I, and then kind of, or birdie one, and then hope that both of them make a bogey. It's probably out. What's it? Nine probably wins. Nine wins outright at this point. Yeah, I would. I would say nine wins outright. Um, nine gets you to a playoff you think 10 one of them makes a birdie on 17 or 18 18 seems birdieable if you hit the fairway yeah 17's been harder uh 16 is birdieable if you hit the fairway depends how aggressive these Six, guys 16 are. is birdieable you're right um 10's a number yeah fair enough i i'm with you there I, I we're getting we're getting some sort i know that it's only two people but there were more guys in the mix on the front nine you thought that one of those guys, maybe at two or three or four, would go low today. Connors, DeChambeau, Rose, maybe. Even Rory. He was pretty far back, but you thought uh, Cam Smith and Davis, I believe, both shot 65s or 64s today. Yep. You thought Did that maybe one of them... Oh, right. Kurt, too. Um, that one of them probably had a shot to go for it. I, I kind of wish that someone else came out. But we, we are getting like this end delivering. Hopefully we get some sort of great finish, historical finish here. And it's not Brooks winning. So it's been great. I, uh, I'm very pleased with the performance of the course. But as you said, very frustrating to have golfers on the wrong slide of the time splits. Yeah. And you, you put a major in Rochester in May. You're playing with fire in terms of the weather. Totally. The course looks like it's in phenomenal shape for being in Rochester, New York at this time of year. I'll say that. 
shout out uh, Tulsa. But I, it was really frustrating. And I know you tweeted about it a little bit. I was equally as, you know, annoyed that my golfers were just getting the wrong end of the stick. And it, it felt like they were getting the hard greens, the cold condition, mm-hmm. the, the high winds. And uh, mm-hmm. 70% of my golfers, I think, had the wrong splits. There's a good putt by Brooks there, uh, tapping in for par on 15. I got a few things to say on the weather because that was that was on my mind. It actually made me so frustrated that I came out of Twitter retirement to start tweeting my frustrations and just just to put it out in the world because I was just sitting with it in my own head and I couldn't do I couldn't do it anymore. There's Scotty with just an awful putt on 16. Yeah, he's probably out of it now. Yeah. So Scotty's toast. The the course in general on Thursday was harder probably than we thought it. We knew it would be hard, but probably harder than we thought it was going to be. And I was ecstatic with that. Thursday was it awesome. It was fair and it was hard. Double bogeys left and right. Friday morning started playing a little bit easier, but nothing out of this world. And then the wind started picking up towards the end of their round making it a tough round. And again, anything under par was really tough. I think that out of that wave, it was Rosie and maybe Dustin Johnson at like one under and everyone else was from the morning wave had shot the morning wave. Hovland with a a pretty poor effort there too. Yeah. Still one going to 16. And looks like, yeah. So, right. So even for some I guess this was like towards the end of, um, no, it wasn't the end. It was like the middle of a lot of these players' rounds, the uh, Thursday morning wave. So like Friday afternoon, there were rain showers that went through and the course just completely changed from there on out. So let me let me just give you a couple stats to back this up. The The waves played... 3.7 and 3.6 a par respectfully on Thursday. Hard, even, fair. Morning wave got an early break with no wins. Late wave got an early break when everything died down and they finished at sunset. Fair enough. Perfect. Round two, the morning wave, it played three and a half strokes over par. The afternoon wave, it played two strokes flat over par. One and a half stroke difference. That's huge. That is a huge. Doesn't sound like a ton. But that is massive, massive for players in a major championship. Saturday, same exact thing. The guys that were in last place got the short end of the stick, which is usually Mm -hmm. the opposite. Played 3.2 in the morning, 1.8 in the afternoon. 1.4 strokes difference. This is something that I've been yearning for. I've been yearning for the afternoon to play tougher. Like that's what we're accustomed to golf being like is you someone keeps the field in the morning. Exactly. And and it, it puts more players in contention. But what happened is we woke up on Sunday and there were four or five guys that were in it. And kudos to Kapka for his round yesterday. But he got the, the easiest, the easier wave ultimately. Yep. And he took advantage of it. But there was no middle. So like at not having a lot of these guys step up is not necessarily a shock just given what had all happened. If you take out the this wave advantage, right? Some of these Thursday morning players just we're all looking at the leaderboard right now coming down the stretch. 
on Sunday. The morning, the Thursday morning players that we're saying got this wave advantage. Brooks, Victor Hovland, Corey Connors, Scotty Scheffler, Bryson DeChambeau, Rory, Kurt Kitayama, Cam Smith. If you take away all of those players, here's the leaderboard. Cam Davis at minus three. Sepp Straka, minus two. Cantlay, Justin Rose, Victor Perez. Only one of those players even sniffed contention. Justin Rose. Who? Oh, yeah, Rosie. Rose- sure. He probably, he probably, I mean, it's not. There's two waves and it's golf. So there can be a wave advantage, right? This happens. But it's it's a shame when stuff like this happens, especially from people who are trying to be predictive about golf. Hang on. Oh, no. and Hovland has hit the bunker. Fairway bunker on 16, which is takes birdie out of play. Probably. He's Did he go right break. of it? Can't even tell. Did he get a good break? I don't know. I can't tell. Um that's tough. Uh, yeah, it, it was really frustrating, but I guess, so I, I jokingly said the maybe live shotgun formats onto something. I don't, I certainly don't want to see shotgun. No, yeah, but I'm tired of this game. happening on the PGA tour every week. Like there's weather Brooks is right too. settled down. Can't see the golf ball. Okay. Um, Both have an angle. This is what we're accustomed to, right? So you expect this to happen. And essentially, you're taking any predictive ability out of the window. So Michael Block. He's got up and down from 100 off. yards on 17. He's so much par, fun. A par on 18 gets him into the PGA next year, which is incredible. Gets to go to Valhalla, Mickey Mouse heaven. Yeah, yeah. stupid course we'll talk about that what a name my dad was like valhalla (laughs) not the greek hell or something yeah right something yeah yeah, something like that um maybe rory will finally win uh look i i probably he got the easiest wave he played horribly awful Thursday morning had zero business making the cut and then the winds calmed down and the course played soft and he had an advantage on half the field so I'm gonna double down on my zero percent chance he was never in contention classic Rory backdoor Sunday top 10 zero percent chance of winning 95 percent of a backdoor top 10 there it is and, and and that's all it is. So it, it wasn't it wasn't that he won't be around. It wasn't that I, I know we floated the miscut, and I think Holly would have if he if he got the harder draw. Oh, least. for sure. Yeah, but he never sniffed this thing. Nor did Most Shane of- Lowry. Although Shane Lowry gave me a little bit of a scare. On yeah, Saturday. right. <laughs> Two rough calls, but you wound up being correct. Neither of them won. They both played pretty well. I mean, Lowry, I guess, played. I think he birdied like six or seven holes in a row Friday afternoon. Yeah, right. Um, so I do I do real quick want to talk about the guys that we endorsed outside of Cam Young, the uh, frustration yeah, of it. Um, the, the first group, Scheffler and Kepka. That was our best work, right? Uh, yeah, two, pretty good, pretty one, good stuff there right now. Scheffler over Rom looked awesome. Uh, Kepka, you hit it on the head with him being this guy. I endorsed his course fit, but ultimately didn't think he had the killer instinct to win. 
looks like I could be wrong about that second part. I think we we called the the play of Spieth and Thomas well, the the Hall of Famers. That category went pretty well. So that's okay. Yeah. And it's tough too because I endorsing Scheffler is such a boring thing to do. He's like six to one to win these tournaments, seven to one. Very like one of the two best players in the field. Every time he tees it up, I just I it's it's not something you want to be like, oh yeah, I, I told you Scotty Scheffler was going to play well because he's probably going to play well now and his floor is so high and it's really impressive to see. He is one of the worst putters out there, continues to hit putts that amateurs don't struggle with and is able to find himself in the top five of major tournaments. Just looks like he's going to come up a little short this week. Yeah, we. I mean, we liked Scotty more than Rom. I think that that's probably mostly what we said, right? We talked about him probably winning just because, you know, he's going to be the favorite every time. And Thursday morning, we all thought Scotty Scheffler had won the tournament already. It's just when those guys are on, it's hard to see them not winning. And at the end of the day, he makes like some putts. He finished. I don't know what he is now, but I checked a few holes ago and he was 60th out of the 75 ish players who made the cut in putting. So just bottom of the barrel basically again all he needs to do is make some butts and he's got to reel off another few wins again yeah and, and nothing we should be surprised about honestly it, it's been an issue really since the uh, last one at a tpc so not a shock there uh looks like he is he's 194 out oh 17 is playing pretty pretty long not not really a birdie yeah. opportunity so he basically uh, and he flared one out there. So, so Scotty's done. Scotty is going to get solo third. That's um, what it looks like. So let's move on to the major winners category where you had Colin Morikawa and I endorsed Matthew Fitzpatrick. Uh, yeah. yeah. Not our best category. But... <laughs> Fitz, so he missed by one, I think. But yeah, he just he was out of it from the start. Um, he he did miss by one. He was plus six. It's a little bit of a minutes. stance issue for Victor on sixteen. Yeah, he's coming out of the bunker. This looks horrible. The Should be just striking. like a pitching wedge though. So one seventy two. Yeah, that's crazy. How he hits a nine iron one seventy two. Oh, and he just absolutely snapped it. He hit it. He snapped it. Where'd no it one's showing me where. I think it went straight in the bunker. I think he did what Corey Connors did yesterday. Did he? Oh. I think he just thinned it straight into the lip. What? No way he did the same thing. Oh, my God. He did the same exact thing. Oh, my God. Oh, he hit it 10 feet. That's it. That's it. Congratulations, Brooks. Golf is dead. Yep, same exact thing. Oh my god. Golf is dead. Does he have to take a drop or does he get embedded relief? He gets embedded relief so he can still make a par, but probably not. Connor's made double doing the same thing yesterday. I mean, you got to hope Brooks doesn't birdie. Uh he'll no, definitely it's, it's, make a par. There isn't I don't I don't see a path here now. 
He has to birdie probably 17 and 18. Oh, and we just talked about he's been nails. Yeah, poor guy. I saw his reaction, and I thought Shot Tracker was broken. We're, we're obviously watching it with no volume. Uh, holy cow. That is a bummer. Got to feel for him. He's one of the probably the most likable guys. And he's going to get one of these someday, probably soon. Ball strike can just let him down a bit. Yeah. I mean, he struggled to hit, get me over two irons. Here's Michael Block needing a par to make the... Oh, and he absolutely snapped oh. it into the crowd on 18. What, does he need a top 15? Yeah. Oh, can he boy. give away one more? I don't think so, right? I don't think he can. No, he's 15 right now. Oh, man. Okay, so... Yeah, I mean, I guess you got to hope Brooks bogeys 17, right? That might be the only path back. The only... Yeah, it's... So So Hovland's, Hovland's going to be lying, too. Can he get it to the surface with a clean strike here? How, do you remember how... Count- no, Connors was short, right? So you need a Hovland bogey. Brooks either... Yeah, Brooks is going to have two. There's no, he's, he's not bogey. Yeah, you need bogey 17. Hope that you're one down and can make some magic happen on 18. 18's bogeyable. Yeah, but not super bogeyable. Um, you got to hit a bad D shot, which Brooks probably won't. There's still, it's wow. not done yet. It's not done yet, but that, that pretty much took a lot of the drama out of it, unless Brooks messes up. You know, does, if, does he even have if he to goes drop birdie, in the birdie, bunker. No, he won't drop in the bunker. I, I think he gets a club length from the embedded and then another club length from there. Okay. That so is uh, in the bunker. That's a bummer. I think you can kind of see the life leave both of our eyes realizing what just happened there. Um, <laughs> picked a great year Not to start as a much golf podcast. Enthusiasm. I know, I know. It's uh, unfortunately there won't be much left for us to talk about because golf is dead. It's unbelievable though. I we talked about okay, nobody's gotten over four majors, and of course it, Brooks Kepka is the damn guy. I mean, yeah, it puts him in pretty rarefied air. It just I I thought his career was over. If I didn't hate him so much, yeah. there would be there would be so many impressive things to be said here. Yeah. And and I mean, yes, Brooks, you get your flowers, man. Fifth major is incredible, all at the PGA or the US Open. So these tracks where you can kind of just bomb it, hit it to the middle of the green and win. Um, he's been the best what shot from Michael Block. Make that you're in the PGA next year. Um Brooksy, yeah, that that's gonna be major number five. Phil's the only other player that's playing you know relatively still in the majors that that has any more than that he is six you know what you know how in college football they they have those teams where it's like they claim national championship status because they weren't selected for x bowl ucf that one year yeah yeah ucf or you know bama wins the title by 100 but you get somebody else that claims it okay i claim michael block 2023 pga champion I'm I'm very happy with that. And this is let's not make any mistakes here. The story of this tournament will be Michael Block. 
And unfortunately, it's going to be overshadowed by the live player winning. Why did Hovland drop there? Did you see that? Yeah, I guess maybe he had to. Because there's no reason why he wouldn't. Um, why wouldn't you go? I, I tried listening to the Connors one last night, but I also didn't have volume. So Here's Brooks out of the rough. Good lie. And he looks to like it. It's perfect and shot. it's, it's right really good. It. And it that's it. Two, Tapping. three feet. That's it, ladies and gents. Brooksy did it. Wow. All right. So yeah, kudos, kudos to Brooks. This is uh, this is really impressive from a human standpoint, a golf standpoint. Um, to go through the injuries that he went through, make the tour switch. Uh, this is this is an inflection point for golf. I don't want to overreact right now, but what is happening today is certainly something that's not going to quiet the conversation. Uh, I know we were not very bullish on Liv's chances this week. I think for relatively valid reasons, this is uh, this is a surprise to me. And man, does it shake things up moving forward. So what do we what do we think that changes in the golf landscape, if anything? Because this is going to be the first time where you're watching a PGA Tour event in the next couple of weeks, and the major whoever won the major last will not be there. You're going to be no one's going to be watching it, but the people at the, whatever the next live event is. And let's Block go. just lifted. Unbelievable. He knew it. Too. He knew Holy it meant crap. Too. And he just stood there. It sat on the lip. What a putt. This is your story. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? What a hero. That is that is epic. And, and to get dapped up from Rory's caddy. I cannot believe what he just did. That is so cool, man. It's that really is cool. so, so cool. Good for him. That That is awesome. Uh, yeah, real quick, getting back to it. I So it is bizarre because... Kepka's not going to be there. I'm going to be fascinated what he says after what if how he talks about live because if I remember correctly, he didn't necessarily double down on it like a lot of other guys. He doesn't wear his, you know, what what team is he on? It's because he still has the Nike contract. I I don't okay. even know what team he's on. The Smash maybe Smash Smash. Oh yeah, it is. So uh, yeah, it'll be interesting, and I. This is very bizarre because Liv decided that they're no longer going to report their uh, U.S. television ratings after last week's oh, TV really? debacle. Yeah, it came out on Friday. So this is um, really weird, to be honest, because there is a Liv event next weekend in D.C. Uh, isn't It's next weekend. I'm, I'm almost positive. Yeah, you could be right. Uh, I, I don't because know. Because the memorial's the weekend right after. Yeah, yeah. Next weekend. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see how this doesn't attract more viewership for that tour, to be honest, to put it point blank. I just I think that it's just that Brooks had had a lot of fans and w- there will be a lot of casual fans who who see this as, oh, wow, live golf is not exhibition golf. They have major winners. They can go to live. But I also I, th- I think that 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 does it actually the worst part about it is that there's going to be players and young players who see Brooks win, see 
Um, I Patrick Reed top ten. Um, is that a double? Cam Smith top fifteen. Yeah, Hovland double. Brooks has three Cam feet for Birdie. Smith. This tournament is over. Four shot lead, two to play. So, yeah, you see all these guys. Um, I mean, we were right about Taylor Gooch. That guy stinks. He missed the cut by a billion. But the top guys, they they can still contend and win majors, not just contend. They can win. And if you go to live, there's no saying that you're not going to be able to compete and win majors. And theoretically, that was a point of contention, right? We can't think of any other reason why players like Adam Scott and Justin Rose weren't weren't going to live because really how much competitively do they have left you you think that that would be the type of player that they would get right absolutely and i think uh brooks made his birdie and he it was really weird i I thought he was gonna fist bump but he faked it out and then he decided not to uh four shot lead with two to play this is all but a formality unfortunately uh i guess that was fun for a second there but wow. Yeah, we, we like psyched uh, ourselves out with the excitement. And not even a hole ago, we, we were like, oh, we're getting the championship we want. And it, it, in in a way, it still was. Uh, it still was really exciting. Not the names that we wanted to be in there, but uh, certainly a fun tournament at a course that I enjoyed. I need to collect my thoughts here a little bit. Two winners, though. Two winners is cool. Not many, not many events get two winners, right? Brooks is going to be the champion, and Michael Block, my champion, Michael Block, the people's champion, Michael Block. It is incredible cool. stuff. I mean that that story they're showing it now on replay, like it's replays of Tiger hitting a putt. This is uh, mm-hmm. this is really cool. One of the coolest things that we'll ever see in golf. Rory giving him a big hug. Um, yeah. It, and, oh, they they got the cameras following him. Yeah, it's like he the, just won a major. It, it is, and I I think it's sort of funny for CBS too because you could tell early on that they weren't they weren't pulling for Kepka. Oh, Kepka has absolutely so far his, right. Go so out of bounds. Right. Is there OB? Go OB. No, it's fine. Okay, there's no OB. Yeah, that is uh, one of the worst shots I've ever seen. He's been fighting it, man. He's Kudos gonna be to totally under. fine. He just uh, has yeah, to chip out. He's a perfect avenue. He's up by He'll four. chip out between short or between those bunkers. We don't really have a path here, do we? No, we got nothing. I mean, that double really took the wind out of myself. Double followed by Brooks hitting it to three feet. That's just what he does. It's like yeah, Bell Reeve. He, he proved me wrong. Um, he has it. That it will never leave him. There will never be a time where Kepka is in contention at a major, and I will doubt him from here on out. And I'll eat crow for a lot of the things that I said last week. Uh, this was an awesome performance from him. Really just spectacular to watch. And man, I uh, I hated to see it the whole time. Let's. Uh, I just wanted. As as your friend, I want to give you a nice little gentle reminder of a, a text I sent you today at 12. This was a couple hours before the leaders teed off. I said, Brooks is going to win. Course, easy AF. He's going to have a field day and win at minus 10 or minus 11. And you said, I was thinking the opposite. I would rather this than hard. Victor's going to hit everything to three feet. 
Stop anyone it. Anyone but Brooks. <laughs> I and Jacob knows me. We've been texting a long time about sports. <laughs> Whenever he tells me something that I hate, I will find any reason to send him something back, whether or not it makes sense. Um, yeah. To be honest, we took a bunch of L's this week. We did. And when Jacob sent me that text earlier today, I was like, "Oh God damn it, he's so right." But. I, but I had to say, no, 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 this is not happening. Sure, today. sure, and, uh, saving of face. Course, of course, I was wrong. No, uh, I, uh, yeah, that was that was horrible. Um, you were right. You were right. Uh, Remember what I said: the killer instinct is gone. <laughs> Stop it! I said all these things. <laughs> so yeah, not 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 our finest prediction tournament, and I guess we could kind of run down our hey, little competition right real fast i don't i don't want to say our let's let's just leave, let's put this one on me all right we're we're two two individuals your cam young thing didn't work you you were all over brooks you you endorsed him on the I pod did. i listened it yeah, back but like that's not anything out of this world well it's still oh. it's better than saying things that are exactly the opposite of what happened with him so so don't yeah, love yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't get down. Let me eat it. This I liked week. Brooks. I, I liked Brooks. I'm I'm the class. He's, he's sure. a dick. Oh, he's he's the worst. I I like Victor's such him, a good guy. Victor's awesome. Victor, if he would have pulled this off, I also sent you this today too. He would have been one of my favorite players just because of doing yeah. this. But he didn't. For sure. And he needs to get a win. He needs to get a win. And that stop winning with Tiger and friends. Yeah, right. That's what he's gonna win one like eventually. Where like his ball striking is really good, and and I hear people say this all the time. Actually, like he's gonna win a tournament, and it's gonna be by like six strokes. Whenever yes, he does. and then he's not going to stop, especially yeah. if this short game thing is real, because right that was the this biggest flaw. He he would. This is yeah, and just to talk about golf, golf, golf's dead for now, but we'll be back every week. And Victor uh, is a guy where I'm going to look at now, and this will hurt for him. This will be devastating and might seep into his play over the next couple months, as we've seen it happen with guys before. But if you look at this objectively from a golf standpoint, he is positioned to succeed and be one of the best players in the world due to the improvements in the short game, assuming that they carry over tournament to tournament. Right, but we've also been saying this for a few years now. He's still young, 25 years old. But earlier this year, he had a chance to win at Arnold Palmer. 16th hole. It was the 16th hole there, too. Hit it in the water on the par 5. Like This Same thing is now last year. also a concerning trend that he's he's getting at here of just bad shots in pressure situations. And he played really well under pressure situations today. But that one shot, that that is what matters. And you can't take on too much. I, I think maybe at that point, you know, he can't chip out because the bogey probably takes him out of it. He probably needed to make a par. No doubt. You said he's it's 25. Tough. Cam Cam Young is 26. Yeah, yeah. Ho- and he's, Hovland's been around a lot longer and has a better record. Yeah, so it, it it's not, you know, they, they can all pop at their own time, but he's still theoretically got five years of peak athleticism and it it only takes one i mean look at kepka guy doesn't play a ton came back from injury but he's done it before so that's why he was given the best chance to win and 
Hovland, yeah, it's like there's only so many times where you can fall short and say that a guy is going to succeed. But this is based off of something that was a major flaw in his game and is showing real signs of life. So we'll see. Eventually, you're right. Victor's going to pop off because you see what happens with guys who come close to winning, come close in major championships, but don't. Victor is, you know, younger, a lot younger, and probably a lot more talented. But I could see a Xander, Tony Finau type thing coming where he just makes every putt for a couple months. Even Scotty, like last year, every putt for a couple months, he picks up a major and two other wins. I love getting in the Tony Finau shade whenever possible. Guy with resort another... course. Resort course hero. Love you, Tony. Great guy. For for Victor, you get weaved in or you don't. He's too young to be weaved in with those guys right now just because they've been around for a bit, but you could see it happening. You you put yourselves in position enough times, you're you're gonna figure it out. And oh my god, the asshole in our one and done pool had Kepka. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't know that. You didn't even know that? Dude, that makes my life... Scotty's going to get solo second. I still have a chance, at least. I mean, Scotty had a Sunday 65. Oh, dude, this is horrible. I have no idea he had him. Do I have to take take Brooks at LA now? Yeah, you'd think, probably. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. That, I, I had no idea. Oh my god. You're a few million behind. You're not as many millions behind as I am though. <laughs> might might be curtains for you. I haven't I haven't gotten a major guy through the cut in over a year. Since Justin Thomas last year. Oh my. Yeah, buddy. Sorry. Uh who is this guy? He's just unbelievable. Yeah, he just makes everything, I know. He knows nothing, right. too. He says, I, I ask him how he does it, and he's like, oh, I look up a couple articles and pick someone. He doesn't even watch. Brooks here. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. A bogey doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he could double 18. I mean, Phil at winged foot, right? That's the only thing that we can see, but Brooks doesn't do that. What? I don't think he does. He doesn't, Yeah. Hold on a second, Patches. Let's. That was Mike Block talking about his hole in one that he made. Yeah, he's gonna cry too now. I mean, wow! How can you not? That is the coolest thing in the world. This is one of the coolest things that I've ever seen in the sport. Yeah, it's one of the best stories that we've seen in a really, really long time. This is like what the Sam Bennett thing kind of had the chance to be if he didn't melt down. Oh, but that's just... crazy that we're getting both he's of them sobbing. in a year. He's sobbing. The most incredible moment of his life. He gets a paycheck for this too, no? Yes. Right? He's not an amateur. He's not an amateur, but but that's like, that's the thing. Like, he's a professional, but there are amateurs in the world who are a lot better than he is. I think it's six figures. PGA? T15? It has to be. Yeah. It has to be. Get this man some chapstick. (laughs) He is Have a drink, uh, my man. This is he was so drinking cool. last night. He went out to the yeah. local watering hole last night. This is this is one of the coolest things. I mean, to hit a hole in one at the PGA Championship paired with Rory McIlroy, and then to make that putt on eighteen, get up and down from God knows where. See you next he, year. See you at Valhalla. He he could contend there. Stop. <laughs>
I love it. I love the course fit. That up and down right. was ridiculous. Yeah, sure, because you know what the course fit is. Oh, Michael Block, 2023 PGA Championship winner. Yep. And and CBS is is doing. Let's. They're doing the right thing here. He is they the are. real winner. He is the real winner. They should be showing all of his shots the entire time. Don't even show Brooks finish. Don't show. I don't. The ceremony after. He gets the trophy first, and then everyone can tune out before Brooks gets his. Okay, so one of the funnier stories from this PGA, Tom Kim on Thursday taking a dunk. How funny was that? He that was hit his funny. ball in like the swamp or the creek or whatever that is on the right side of 16. He thought he could get it. I, I don't know. It, locating it, I guess, helps. Maybe. I don't just even see how that's head possible. To toe in mud. And he just what went you, straight down in. What do you make on the hole? Probably like a double or a triple. a boy. He missed the cut. But funny story. He was a great sport about it. They asked him about it after. He he thought that no one had seen it, but it, it actually was going viral really amongst think the golf community. Uh, I think he probably hoped it. I don't think he thought it, you know, hey, one of those things where his, he made his own reality there. That's good for PIP. He's going to be on the enough. top 10 probably. He did it on purpose. He's like, oh, I'm toast in this tournament. It's like my game's in the gutter. Might as well get muddy. Okay, wait a minute. Sorry. Here's a better question. How do you not pick Brooks for the Ryder Cup now? He's going to qualify on points. Yeah, he's going to qualify. And, and the qualification is only from the Masters result and this. Two tournaments, he's going to qualify on points. Yeah. It's epic. Is he actually going to qualify on points? I think he has to win one more. No, he's going to qualify on points. I The, the majors are up. weighted. I, I read something about this earlier. That's fucked up. Let's see where he currently is right now. He's so like, we, it, remember? It's not that bad. It's like 20th place. It's not even that bad. He's ahead of a lot of other guys. Yeah, he's in He's in 22nd. And okay, okay, maybe it's not a certainty, but what what did Rom get? I don't know, that's a different criteria. There's no major winner on here. He's he's going to jump he's going to jump ahead of Homa with the points. He might Is he even allowed to play? I don't know. This is this is a whole cluster of nothing for me. I have no idea. He's going to be is. on the Ryder Cup. Um, this is this is another reason why it's it's bad. It's like now we're forced into PGA Tour live coexistence. Essentially, yeah, yeah it, it it does, and I think that's a great point. I'm just so sick of the people that are screaming about it on one side or another. I believe that live is going to be a part of the conversation even more, and it's going to continue to be at the forefront of golf discussion. I think Jacob and I have not been shy about saying that this was going to be the case beforehand, but kind of both believed in the back of our heads that it could be swept away by poor play. Unfortunately, that's out of the window now. They have won the second major of the year after sort of the, the exodus, the full exodus from 2022 to 2023. Uh, this is a major deal for golf moving forward. And uh, we keep going back to it in this episode, but it will be very interesting to talk about as we move forward 
And Jacob, I have a question for you on this because I go back and forth. Brooks Kepka is kind of a unicorn, right? Like he's he's the guy mm-hmm. or one of the few guys where you'd expect that he'd be in contention at majors, despite whether he's on live or whether he's on the PGA tour, been very vocal about playing other events to warm up for majors. He said that in his interview this week. Is this more of a live wins conversation or a Kepka is one of a kind can do this because outside of Kepka, you have guys that are playing, but they're they're the live superstars that are playing well. Smith, DeChambeau, the young guys that have a ton of talent. I know Bryson hasn't been playing well, but still, they should be at the top of the leaderboards theoretically from a professional golf standpoint. Is this a live win or is it a Brooks is the only guy that can do this? It I think it kind of remains to be seen because Brooks is really also, despite some top finishes from a lot of live players, Brooks is the only one that's actually contended. Phil and Reed both backdoored that top five at the Masters. They never Correct. were in contention to win. There are some high finishes for some guys this year, Reed and Smith. Uh, DeChambeau was in contention, but melted on Sunday. I, I don't even know. Let me let me look where he finished. But cares? Wasn't yeah, really right. in this tournament. He wasn't in once like the eighth or ninth hole came. He wasn't in it. And, and he really hasn't been since, uh, I mean, technically, but he hasn't been in, in a position four. since. Yeah. No, no, it's, a, it's an awesome result. But it's it. this this tournament was about Brooks and Hovland and Scotty for a second. Those were the only three guys that ever had a chance to win when it mattered. And Scotty is right. a reach to put in that conversation. Right. It's it's a little bit, I guess, disappointing for me, but I don't know if it's as bad as maybe we were leading on earlier because Brooks is one of those, you know, individual guys. From what we hear, a lot of the players, they all like him. They play with him anyways. They're friends with him anyways. It's not like that's really changing. I just my my biggest fear is that there is now going to be a second exodus because they see this. Yes, I, I don't know if, if obviously like live their success comes only from the success of the team aspect of it. Just creating a second individual league, they're never going to be able to keep up financially with the PGA Tour. They need to eventually sell these teams like their soccer teams or F1 teams. That's the kind of format that they need. And the fact that Brooks is one of two guys who doesn't even wear the name. Uh, that also says something about um, we don't even know what team he's on or whatever. The CBS broadcast is never going to mention what team he's on. Ever. Ever. I mean, it'll be interesting, I guess, to see like what, like, what live guys are going to do. Because remember Greg Norman said at the Masters that they're, they're all going to be there at the end hugging him. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll get to watch that right, right now. Major. I think that Brooks is, as I start to understand a lot of this is kind of my first thoughts on the situation. And I've refused to believe this for a long time um, as he... We're in denial. Uh, Yeah, I am. I'm in denial of it. He just hit one to eight feet, 10 feet on 18. I'm really interested to see how Brooks approaches this. I don't know what he thinks about live deep down. He's never been one of the guys that 
has been outspoken about it. I don't think he was a part of any lawsuits. He's a stone cold killer. This guy is an impressive fucking golfer. Really crazy to watch. I am blown away. He has made me look like an idiot. And this performance is is an all-timer, really. He made this beast of a course look easy. Nine under, yeah. maybe ten under on this course is beyond impressive. I think that that's actually, shout out us, another thing we got right. When we were doing our course preview, we predicted the winner to be low single digits, maybe ten. And But when the week started, we were dead wrong. If it wasn't for the rain, then we didn't that didn't stand a chance. Yeah, yep, you can yep. say he got he got all the good conditions, but so did Scotty, so did Victor, so did Rory, JT, Rom for that matter. No, Rom was Rom in. Did. Rom had the good conditions. He did. Yeah. So He just played terrible. Yeah, his his game wasn't there. I think I think he's probably a little drained from the green jacket and that's nothing out of the ordinary based on what we've seen historically. So uh, it'll be really interesting. We've got two more majors coming up over the next eight weeks, sandwiched with the Memorial and the Travelers, which are really exciting tournaments. Where do you go if you're the PGA Tour? Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I think that they're obviously the players are going to get a ton of questions about it. Rory's Conveniently not on the anything. week that Rory decided to stop talking about it, right? Yeah, I know, right? Uh, and he played better, but yeah, it's um, it's going to be rough for them. I think it's going to be really weird. You're used to like at Memorial being, oh, the last major champion. They're not going to get that anymore. Do you think they change anything? I don't anything? know if they have. I think that they'll probably... Like, how many... How many players though actually other than rory spoke out against no that That just took like five hundred thousand dollars hovland tied second made a birdie what a birdie on eight good for him good as if this couldn't get any worse for me rep patches i deserve it the the rhetoric is going to change in the media i think that's probably pretty obvious you know live is live is going to be probably you know come the u.s open it's fully back on you know dustin johnson cam smith if there was ever a shadow of the doubt shadow of a doubt from the masters then this is it it's done 66 66 67 you gonna cry what a performance I should have listened to you. We didn't have much of a choice, did we? Yeah. This one felt different, I will say. When I woke up this morning, this didn't feel like Augusta, where I was very confident. In, and maybe that's just because it was Rom. I I really never thought Kepka was going to win. I thought that he was going to win when yesterday happened and the birdie at 17 went down. Right. Yeah, this one, he, he kind of felt like after, after Scotty kind of relinquished the tournament and he got he shot well yesterday in the rain that kind of felt like it was it right he had he had firm control on it he doesn't really lose 54 whole leads other than augusta he he uh what was what was kiowa 
Was he was he down or were they tied? Phil was in the lead. This is Phil was in the lead. This was his sixth fifty four hole lead, I I believe. Okay. And he had and won four. Four four out of five. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, we've talked about Brooks. I'll we'll we'll bring him back when he, uh we hear some comments here. I don't know if if a ton of them. Oh, Bryson oh, giving him Bryson. a high five. You see that? He would have shook anyone's hand though. That. Yeah, I didn't see his. I didn't see any other live guys, by the way. But what do I know? No, there wasn't uh, that I saw. Five majors, well done. Obviously, you know before we were rooting pretty hard against him. Things are kind of you know you're getting all of our immediate takes at, at this situation. Just rambling. Things are kind of settling down a little bit now. It doesn't do anything for me. This isn't a win that I'm happy about. I was happy with Rom's win. This one doesn't do anything for me. Even though I thought he had a really good chance, you know, um, um, you had me talking about him. I picked him over Rom. It seemed like this was this was it for him, right? You know, he showed that he had the game at Augusta, and he uh, backed it up here. Yeah, it doesn't do it for me. Does does this do less for you than Phil's win at Kiowa? Or are they kind of on par? Well, I mean, that's that's I really don't like Phil. But that was awesome for like the game of golf. That was like one of the the craziest upsets basically that's ever happened. And I think that that was, you know, seeing like all the fans at Kiowa going nuts for him. That does a lot more for the game of golf. For yes. me, for me, I much rather see Brooks win a major than Phil win a major. I my feelings right now are are on par with that feelings that I had that day, and I also want to say sneakily last year was miserable too because you jumped in front of me in the one and done with JT. I had a Zalatoris ticket. I uh, know it was Mito's tournament, but. I think I hate the PGA Championship. Tiger missed the cut in 19. 2020 was Mickey Mouse Morikawa. Why'd they have to move it to May? It used to be so much fun. I was on board initially, but man. Right. Gore's last chance. Uh, I, I kind of actually, I don't know if I like the May because the weather issues seem to be pretty pertinent, but it also, no one has won the PGA, no one has even come close to winning the PGA after being the Masters champion. This is an interesting developing trend that we're getting here, right? Scotty missed the cut last year. Uh, Tiger missed the cut the first year. So you're getting, now we're seeing, right? There used to be very few Masters champions that would win the second major of the year, which used to be the US Open pre-2019. Very few, but it would happen eventually. You know, Spieth did it in 15. Tiger did it a couple times, right? There is something to be said about the fact that there used to be two months in between the Masters and the second major, and now there's only four weeks. Absolutely. It's a quick turnaround, and it's rapid fire now. It's once once a month, second yep. or third weekend of, of in, that in month. Three weeks, right? There's only three weeks of PGA Tour events before... Uh, you know, four four weeks exactly yes. from today, we're going to be crowning a uh, champion in LACC on primetime. We're going to be, yeah, crowning uh, Brooks Kepka, it appears. God, I fucking hope not. 
wouldn't be surprised. Can you imagine? I w- literally wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I don't know how the course be, is going to play, but... That would be bad for Liv. Because then it's just a Brooks thing. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe I'll be Galaxy happy brain. after that. Should yeah, we just... Be rooting. <laughs> well, we're picking we, him in the we'll one both, and done. We're so. both picking him in the one and done, obviously. And he's I'm really happy for Brooks today. I, I really hope that he carries this into la he's one of my favorite he's golfers. gonna be the favorite it's gonna be scheffler rom and brooks absolutely and if they're all the same price i would lay it with scheffler rom? and rom <laughs> rom rom number one rom will be rom on rom poa, will be, rom on poa. Also, Rom won the Genesis. I don't care how different those courses are. Rom probably is going to win the U.S. Open. We'll see. If we'll Max see. Homa doesn't. If he, he's going to win the Memorial and then probably be the favorite. But. No, Cantlay is going to win the Memorial. Yeah, okay. All right, we, we got we to gotta wrap it up eventually, right? Our, our season-long contest. Yeah, How are we doing the points for this again? How are we doing the points for this again? So because I, I have it. I, I have I a have feeling I'm in. I have a feeling I'm in danger now that Scotty didn't win. Uh, you're actually sitting okay. So Jacob has four golfers. He has two remaining because Cam Young and Jason Day missed the cut. He has Scotty Bums. and Tyrrell Hat. Right. Yeah. What he said. Scotty and Tyrrell Hatton. Scotty got you five points for his top five. Tyrrell Hatton got you one point for his top 20 backdoor. Me, I get zero for Rom and Homa. Zero for Rom and Homa, one for Xander. um, And I lose him to a missed cut. Literally, the only reason I picked him was because he makes cuts. I mean, what a bad Purely a volume play. Purely a volume play, if I recall correctly. A volume play. One that never had a chance. So you're up six to one with two majors to go. Uh, six is hard to get. T5 oh, is five. Yeah. Uh, you could be sitting pretty. One one winner should do it for anybody, but I get three golfers and you only get two down the stretch. Like I said to you earlier, I like all three of your guys in Southern California a lot. Yeah, part of the reason I picked them. And losing day was tough. Too emotional. Cantlay would have just really? gotten you an easy... Um, I'm Easy down so bad. I'm down so bad. Look, I'm wearing my Sunday red right now, man. I I just can he just come back? God, I miss Tiger. Um, I wanted today to be more fun. I wanted this week I, to be more I did fun too. for me. It was a really good major. I think that that we have to say that too. There's obviously our emotions and the fact that who we picked are going to dictate whether or not that we like who wins. But the tournament was really good. The course was really good. I have no idea how they kept playing through that rain yesterday. And it, for the most part, it almost got all the way down the stretch. Yeah, you like to see it go to 18, hopefully. And I'm, I'm excited for LACC, man. Another tough course, hopefully. We got a couple tournaments next week. We got Live DC. And we've got the uh colonial charles schwab challenge at colonial uh yeah who won this last year was that sam burns or is that a different burns over scheffler in a playoff right that was it akshay's in the field so you know that's locked in he could be a good winner you know what i was Uh, you know what i was thinking because i i do i do actually i have a problem right okay let's let's get get, this on the table I have a problem with Gerald, 
and I can't shake it. I I don't know what it is. He just brings me in every time. It's like it's like when I see Tiger. I convince myself all week that he's not going to win and he can't do it. And it gets to Wednesday and I'm like, okay, he's going to be good this week. I just can't, I can't shake it. The only good thing that came from me and, and my, was that camp champ wasn't in the field for me to pick and inevitably lose. That was the only good thing that happened. I mean, just, can we put Gary on the shelf? Can we just, can we put him away? Yeah, he's, he's, getting put on the shelf now that's go sit down buddy and the only thing that i got right this week was laughing at your gary woodland pick when you made it (laughs) at least we got that right if nothing else uh i'm looking Uh, at this uh, yeah cam champ is in this field okay i you know what i love cam davis Uh, uh yeah i like cam davis too I like Joseph Bramlett as a long shot. So, oh, I kind of like Joey B too. Playing well. I bet he will be like 200 to 1. Uh, Akshay, obviously. Tommy Fleetwood is in the field. Ricky Fowler. Oh, Tony Finau. Is this a Mickey Mouse? Tommy played really. Tommy actually played really well this week. Tommy's it been can, playing really well not, this year. It's like, uh, it's like a RBC heritage y kind of. No length. Yeah, sorry, I didn't do a ton of research on this yeah, previously. Seventy two hundred. Oh, it's tight. Yeah, it's very tight off the tee. Oh, Tony doesn't stand a chance here. It's a seventy two hundred par seventy. Neither does Camp Champ. Oh, okay, Cam no Camp Champ, Champ, Champ is chance. No Camp Champ. No Camp Champ. I'm out on Camp Champ. Hovland's in the field. We'll see how long that lasts. Subject to change, yeah, because the memorial is the weekend after. This is a little bit bizarre. Rickle. It's an... Rickles? Yeah, I like Rick. I like Rick, too. Why not? Jeez. We're going to keep pin-seeking on the shelf. Herbie! Oh, is he staying in here for the... Herbie's in the field. It'd probably be a memorial, too. Attaboy. Taylor Moore? Max Homa's in the field? Oh, why are all these good players in the field? And this is this right? No, it is. Sungjae too. This is a good field. This is a great field, and it's a cool course. It's not a Mickey yeah. Mouse. Well, that's okay. So this is this is another recurring theme that we're getting. People play in Texas. Like a lot of pros live in Texas, and all the tournaments people play in Texas. Okay, great like, I point. Bet Adam Adam Scott's in this field too. I bet. I think He's played how many weekends in a row, though? I think this is his home club. No, he's Rosie, not in the field. Scotty. Oh, yeah, he's not in the field. Spieth. Spieth will so withdraw. So our guys just, yeah, Spieth has to withdraw. He loves this place, though. I know. This would be a good Spieth week. Oh, Cam Young. Is he actually? Yeah. C. Young. Oh. Carson Young, <laughs> he's your winner. Uh, well, I'll you know what I'll do is I'll tweet out uh, I'll tweet out three guys. We're gonna put a little more structure on the pin seeking segment, not just give like eight long shots that miss the cut or finish top fifteen. Yeah, Moving yeah, forward, yeah. We're, we're uh, back to regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, absolutely. But this is just first reaction. I'm actually kind of excited for this tournament. Uh, before we. 
before we do this, uh, I just want to run off some of the other guys that we we picked this week, just oh, to yeah, put a little more shame on us. Our our DP World Tour guys actually are our usuals performed relatively admirably. Nikolai Hoygaard, Adrian Moronk, I, I believe they both finished in the top 50. Definitely made the cut. Yep. So I, I know uh, the Moronkosaur was uh, on fire today. He had the five or six uh, birdies in a row. Shout out Vic Perez, too. He he put on Herbie made the cut. You, uh, yeah, we didn't talk much about Vic Perez. You, you mentioned Fox, Ryan Fox. He played really well, too. Yeah, leading early yeah, on. And Kazuki Higa, Order of Merit winner, was early leader. He, the, he was that early leader, right? Yeah, that was crazy. Finished I think he DFL'd. Yeah, yeah, he, he was smiley. Who actually was? We were, we were going to... Chris Sanger. Tough. I mean, it's just all of the PGA pros were in last. Oh, well. And Sean, and Sean McKeel. And Sam Burns. Uh, we had Fowler and Chris Kirk. Fowler missed the cut. You had Kirk. He played pretty well, I think, right? Tied 29. Not bad. Had a boy. Abe Answer and Waco Neiman, both MC'd. Although, did and anyone make the say, cut from this? Oh, C1 Kim made the cut. C1 Kim made the cut. But the, the live golfers that actually have no game performed pretty horribly. So Awful. It's like standing you know completely up to par. Like Gooch, Gooch missing the cut was huge for for like the the live haters. Yeah, we know what because we're he was about. he was proclaiming. I know, and and we were overreacting, right? Like like shame on us for for these this horrible overreaction. Golf is not dead. It it is going to wind up being more of a Brooks thing. I, I'm interested after this, this to like look thing. back on. To like look back on uh, if he mentions the team at all. For all I know, he's, they flew the team out to be there or something. He's getting interviewed right now. I'm gonna let you know after whether he mentions it with Amanda at the trophy ceremony. I, I think. Well, you know, CBS she's not gonna ask questions. him about it. Yeah, right. exactly. She's not gonna ask him. But you know, there are some players that would immediately bring it up unprompted, like Bryson would think his sponsors on the team so 100%. that's not brooks's mo so i wouldn't be surprised he seems he does seem ecstatic lost for words this is just the coolest thing yeah you know it's cool to see him vulnerable like this and and i'll echo what jacob said there the golf isn't dead i i really think this is a brooks thing and it does lend credence to live as a tour and i think we've highlighted a lot of the things that live has done well this year while criticizing mistakes along the way. And I'm sure there'll continue to be arguments for both sides there. And really what I'm trying to do is remove myself from the Twitter pundits and the people that refuse to look at this thing with any level of objectivity and just push their narrative and agenda about live or about the PGA tour without really giving any belief or credence to the other side. So I think we'll continue to do that, and I think we've approached the conversation pretty well so far. And as I said, more than anything, I will root for certain outcomes in this situation. I'm a fan of the PGA Tour. I like what it brings. But at the end of the day, we have to treat this as something that exists and 
give it some truth going on uh, without sort of the emotion. So I think that's where I'm at with the whole thing. Very well said. And there's no real way for us to quantify what this means for each tour. We'll see over the next coming weeks how it's handled. A lot of it obviously is media steered. I'm not sure that this actually alters Live Golf that much. The, we all knew that these top guys were were still good, right? We were upset when Brooks left. I mean, maybe we didn't actually know Brooks was going to be good, but is it was really upset. that surprising? It was it really that surprising to all of us that he can come back and win a major? No, he's like the one guy that could play no golf and come back and win a major. I was surprised. We were upset when we were upset when yeah, everyone besides you. There was surprise when Cam Smith left that because he was at the he was the first player at the top of his game in his prime to leave Dustin Johnson. Other than that, though, no one was really upset. And we knew that these top guys could play like for probably right before the masters. I think all of us were like, Oh, we don't really know how this is going to be. But then you see them play in the masters and you're like, Oh, right. Like this actually doesn't really matter that much. And I don't think it actually lends any credence to live as a tour because who cares what they do on their tour they're still an exhibition tour in my opinion they're still playing shotgun 54 hole starts i don't see how this actually lends any credence to them i think that it just is really nice for brooks kapka yeah i i see your argument i think the most of the analysis will be media driven and guys that had agendas one way or another will continue to push those and Ultimately, it remains to be seen what this is going to look like, but it's certainly what, a f- what really is almost like pissing me off more about this is that like I, I just can't stand the live fanatics because it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like it feels it feels almost like 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 somehow like politically driven, like they're turning golf into politics 100%. and and they love live. It's crazy. It's like all these guys like PGA memes. I don't know if you follow them. Oh just yeah. Like the biggest, the biggest live fan of all time. I unfollowed him I, maybe, uh, like six months ago after all of this. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You got, uh, some guy we, we, uh, interacted with him on Twitter. I've interacted with him on Instagram a few times and who just doesn't, he just immediately blocks when you do it. An ex Euro tour yep. pro or yeah. something like that. He's on Twitter. The guy, is all over everything he says is pro live anti dp world tour anti pga tour like like seeing them and how they're gonna treat this i'm gonna do it because i'm like have like this weird self-deprecation thing that probably stems from me being a mets fan when but i'm gonna read them and i'm gonna get really 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 angry about it that's what happened to me all week make i'm pre-angry i'm pre-angry about what i'm gonna read later you could not have said it any better, Jacob. That is exactly what this is. And I, I got off. I was, I was on the golf course yesterday, and, and I saw all the scores, and got on Twitter like five hours after. Texted you immediately. I was so pissed off because I, I think I saw or something like that, where it was just guys that were screaming about the leaderboard and pushing their stupid narratives, and they just are stands for reasons unbeknownst to man it, it doesn't make sense to me it's so they have no reasons their reasons reason. are that the pj tour blocks content creation and that is like you know what i mean like from a 
from these people who are trying to make it on social media. They're trying to be content creators. And Liv is trying to bring that aspect into it, which is cool. Like you're trying to get this younger crowd that isn't so into golf into live golf. Yeah. Like that is that is kind of what they're trying to do, right? With the parties and the whatnot, and they're letting all the content oh, because creators go. Live is live is super transparent, right? Like they allow everything and all, different points of view and all all different types of content at their events. Like they allow all journalists come and don't curate the questions asked the players, right? So it's refreshing. It's it is it, it doesn't make any sense to me. I Absolutely I I have no reason to like the live tour. I have, you know what I mean? Like there is, it's not like I loved any of the players that they took. You just hit it on the head with the anger thing. That's what I'm angry. At. That's what it boils down to. We're, we're taking yeah. this out and, and we're, we're both not Brooks fans. So we're taking this out on Brooks. I'm sure during minutes 40 to 60, especially when Hovland hit the bunker shot, <laughs> that, that was the root of it, right? Like I, I don't like right. Brooks, but he's not my least favorite player in the world. And I think it's really impressive. So when, you hear a lot of the stuff that came out of the emotion of that conversation. Understand that this is much more reflective of how we feel. And I, I really think you nailed it there, Jake. It's a bummer. It's a bummer because those those guys are going to be really all over this and they're going to claim it. Live Golf is going to claim this as a win for them. All of those guys are going to claim them as a win for for them. I must say, like like I am happy for Brooks, right? I, I think that the Netflix doc did shed a new light on him that hasn't always been the case. And probably he is more of a likable person than he came across as for all of those years. And it is so incredible that he has five major wins isn't an accident, despite totally. what he may lead on. It's he's in the golf hall of fame. I mean, I guess that remains to be seen, but purely numbers wise, he should be in the in the golf hall of fame. He's and, one of the better players of our generation, if not the best player of the last 10 years, because at the end of the day, majors are what matters. Yep. He's a killer. He is everything that makes a major championship golfer. And what he did was really impressive. And finally, shout out Michael Block. What he yep. did was even more impressive than what Brooks did. And For what sure. any golfer will do the rest of the year. It was fantastic to watch. And I'm glad we got that coupled storyline. So that's that's what this should be about just as much as Brooks. And we'll leave the rest of the conversation for another day. Definitely. Congratulations to Brooks and Michael Block. Fun tournament. I like the format. And uh, we will uh, see you guys next week.